Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hi, everyone. Welcome to CEO School. I'm your host, Sarah Madani. And today you are in for a special treat because I'm going to be sharing the 90-day quarterly planning strategy that I shared with all of our CEO school students and all of our audiences. It was such an epic masterclass that I hosted this week that I thought it would be so impactful for each of you to really think about your quarter ahead and how we're going to be planning the next 90 days. And so I break down my exact steps for how I think about the 90 days ahead, how I'm strategizing and how I create the exact strategic needle movers for my business. And so I'm going to take you through this workshop and I want you to follow along and it's going to be so incredible. So I cannot wait for you to scale your business within this next 90 days, because honestly, this last quarter it's here. It's so important for us to really set up the right systems in place so that we can have the most record breaking year in 2024. So I cannot wait for you to have that year tune in and let me know what you think, um, on Instagram. I can't wait. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How is everyone? I'm so excited. I am back at the studio today at Hi Hello Labs. Oh my God, all you guys are already here. Thank you so much for the love and for the comments and for showing up to this work party that we're having on Strategic Planning Hour Q4. My name is Sanira Madani, and I am your host for today's session. And I cannot wait to welcome all of you. I was just chatting with our producer here, uh, Carlos, and I'm missing our, our podcast manager, Carolina. She's not here today, but I love being back in studio. I feel like I'm at home at our CEO school home at Hi Hello Labs. And we just celebrated our millionth download of the podcast. And it could not have been possible without all of our amazing fans and our listeners and our subscribers and our team. And so we were just celebrating in New York City at Inc. And it was such a fantastic celebration. I am just on a absolute high. And this week, we also have our quarterly planning session. So for those that are new to uh you know, new to me, new to CEO school. This is one of the best workshops that we lead every single quarter. And I'm so excited today because my goal is to help each of you really tackle what's ahead for the next quarter. So we're here. And one of the things that is so critical in planning, like big, big, big goals are made up of small steps. And it's so pivotal that we take the time to work on our business 
not just in our business. And so today for this next hour, this next hour and a half, we are going to spend the time on creating your Q4 strategic roadmap. So who is ready? Because I am so pumped. So what I want you all to do is say hi. I want to like connect with you offline, not just here. One of the, you know, one of the things I don't get to do like right now is I don't get to see all of you. And it is so important when I lead a session like this, I need your energy. So please, please, please show me the energy on chat. So what I request is tell me about your business, like what is your business and your Instagram handle so that I can reach out and say hello to you after the webinar. So let's go. I want to hear where you're like your business, where you're from. And I need your IG handle because I will be in my DMs for like the next like 24 hours. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Joanna, Farah, Christy, Barbara, so many amazing women. We've got Vancouver in the house. We have UK in the house. We have Nashville in the house. Oh my God, I was just also in Nashville this last week. Honestly, these last two weeks have been bonkers in terms of travel, uh, but it's been so much fun connecting like in real life again for conferences, um, but it's been it's been really busy. And I was talking to Faisal just now, my husband, and uh, we're looking at our calendars ahead and I'm, I'm kind of like pulling back from um, more speaking engagements uh, for the fall. And so saying no to uh, some things that I do want to be at, but in the next couple of weeks, like I have two more two to three more like big trips left. Uh, but I think by October like 24th, it'll be like I will be like at home for the longest time I have been home all year, which I think is going to be seven weeks. And so I am super, super, super excited about that and looking forward to that. All right, ladies, let's get to it. We have a jam packed hour. I want to welcome all of you. Thank you so much for being here. I just I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to transform your businesses. Definitely let me know what you learned. So screenshot, you know, whatever. Like, and by the way, don't worry about the slides. I want you to pay attention to your roadmap. After this uh, webinar is done, you will get access. So you will get access to the slides and to everything else. So do not stress about your um trying to furiously take notes and screenshots. Um, just take your notes. And the goal for you today is we're going to get your quarter planned. We're going to think about scale in the right ways. And we're going to take your business to where it is today to seven and eight figures. Are you ready? Let's begin. All right. So first and foremost, I want you to know, like, you deserve to have it all. You hear me say this, like this has been the premise of CEO school since I started this mission in 2020, because I was told every step of the way that I couldn't have it all. And it wasn't about having like what what all was to me was different than like what it is to you and what it is to her and what it is to him. And as a woman, I believe that we are told our entire lives how we should be what we should do, how we should, like where we should be spending our time. And the shoulds and the shoulds and the shoulds were getting so exhausting, especially when I became a mother uh, and started a business and had a growing business and I had a life and I wanted to be a, you know, a wife and a partner and a friend. And I wanted to travel and I still wanted to succeed in my business. And so I had all of these ambitions, but I was told that I had to pick one box and stay in a lane. And I was so tired of everyone shooting all over me, right? I really wanted to take control. And, and I never saw an example 
um, it was really rare for me to find examples of women that were actually sharing the true behind the scenes of the hardship too of what it takes to have it all. And I think I was like in this notion that maybe I didn't deserve to have whatever all looked like to me. And I'm so happy that I didn't listen to the shoulds and I did decide that I do deserve to have it all. And I am worthy of whatever all looks like for me. And I want each and every single one of you to know that you are worthy of having it all too. And for me, what all looked like was freedom of time. Like that was the number one most important thing to me was to be able to have freedom of time to choose to do the things that I want to do. And that came with also freedom of dollar, right? And when I had freedom of dollar, I didn't have freedom of time. And when I had freedom of time, I didn't have freedom of dollar. And when I started to get both, I learned that I actually didn't have freedom of, of impact. So I didn't get to you know, choose the things that I wanted to work on next. And so I've gone through such a journey over the last 10 years. Uh, and I just want you to know that you are worthy of whatever all looks like for you. And I'm just so excited that you are here in our community with us today because that is, if you take away that one thing today, I feel like I'm happy and I'm I'm satisfied. Um, by way of introduction, for those that are new to CEO school and that don't know me, my name is Sanira Madani and I am a successful CEO and founder, a wildly successful CEO and founder. I started a company at the age of 26 with no money in my bank account, with absolutely no idea how to scale. I didn't go to CEO school, but I knew that I was meant to do something big and I was meant to do it well and I was ambitious. And although I didn't have the perfect playbooks, I knew I was gonna show up and I was gonna give it my best. And that's what I did over the last decade was show up every day for a job that was harder than the one I had the day before. And I scaled my company, Stacks. Um, it is one of the largest uh, growing fintechs in America. I scaled it from just an idea to exiting the business this last year, uh, valued at over a billion dollars. I took the company from nothing in revenue to over a hundred million in revenue. I scaled from just myself to leading a team of almost 400 amazing, incredible humans across the globe, across the US, and really scaled through the hardest of times uh, as well, right? Through, through, through the pandemic and through the great resignation and through all of the challenges that came our way and scaled this company um, from just that idea uh, to, to, this, to becoming a unicorn. And, um, you know, it was quite the quite the journey. Uh, I got an opportunity to build this company, not just with myself. I got to do it with family. I got to do it with my brother. And some of the things that we have grown up with um, as immigrant kids uh, definitely uh, created our success at Stacks. Yet we were told also every step of the way that we shouldn't do it that way. And so we really defied the odds in every which way possible because we stayed true to our values. We stayed true to what we wanted, uh, how we wanted to disrupt, how we wanted to build our team, how we wanted to build our cu culture. And we really did change the industry. And I'm so, so, so proud of, you know, being one of the only women in tech and women in fintech to scale at the levels that we have. And so quite the journey, um, you know, and exited this last year. So that is also something new this year for me is I, um, after 10 years of, you know, as CEO, I had an opportunity. I've scaled, uh, you know, at every level and we got an opportunity um, to do venture capital 
I raised over almost $500 million in venture capital over the last decade as well. And so scaled through it and ended up, you know, um, selling to a private equity. So I had a strategic exit and then I resold the company as well. So we had multiple rounds um, of, of, of exit and it was time for for me to let my baby live on without me. And so it came to a full founder's journey. Uh, and now the company is thriving and we have an amazing secession plan and amazing CEO there and an amazing board that is scaling the company. And now I am able to focus on what's ahead in my life and build something great again. In 2020, um, what took place was the pandemic. And during the pandemic, I was sharing my, uh, or during just, you know, before the pandemic, I was sharing my journey online as a mother, as an entrepreneur, and just the hardships that it was in scaling. But during the lockdown, I read an article um, in Forbes that read that less than 2% of female founders ever hit the million in revenue. And that was it for me. I, you know, you know, called up, you know, my my friends and I called up uh, my family and the CEOs that I knew. And I said, is this like, how is this possible? How is this true? The gap is so completely wide. And what has made me special in 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 attaining not just a million in revenue, but I think at the time we were probably like 20 plus million in revenue. And I really got maniacal about understanding that statistic, reaching out to women in business. And that is how CEO School was formed. It started as a podcast, which I shared with you earlier that we've gotten to now um, just reach over a million um, you know, subscribers. And we have a weekly show. And from there, it turned into a community um, of just the most inspiring female entrepreneurs. Uh, and I'm so gracious that we get to, to have this community. But I built CEO School alongside of building, of building Stacks. And this is where I was able to give all my knowledge and all my learning and all my impact to make my legacy. I don't want my legacy to be the billion dollar founder, right? I want my legacy to be just beyond a number that's attached to my name. And that was the mission behind CEO School. But uh, the journey led us here to programming and education, and it really did become, although I didn't go to CEO school, there's no such thing and you don't need it. And I was you, and I was um, exhausted and burnt out and overwhelmed, and I didn't have the playbooks. So I did not have the playbooks of scale. So it wasn't like I had somebody handing me a formula that said, here, use my uh, KPI dashboard, or here's my sales sequences, or here's how I pitched to investors, or here's how we did our marketing strategy. I didn't have any of those playbooks. And I felt like in the boys club, uh, everybody was sharing knowledge. Everybody was sharing resources. Everybody was sharing connections. But I didn't have a place to go that I felt like I had a seat at the table. Uh, but it was, I made so many costly mistakes, so many costly mistakes every single step of the way. And so that was, that was it for me, that we're not going to let this continue to happen. Um, and that it is important for women not only to have a space, and there's some amazing communities out there. I think there's been an amazing movement for women in business, for women's empowerment. Um, but I do feel like there's still a gap within the knowledge sector. So we've got some amazing, amazing communities and awesome coaches with all of the greatest intents and uh, mindset and empowerment. And those conversations are equally as important. But the mindset and the power and the community can only get us so far. We have to have the execution that goes alongside with it. 
And so that's where we got really focused on really building out the right education and resources and playbooks. And I'm so excited to share some of those playbooks with you here shortly. But I was an unlikely CEO. Um, and, you know, it is important um, that I am not the exception to the norm and that we do have an opportunity for equal opportunity in business as well. The reason why it's important for us to succeed as women in business, it's not for ourselves. It's important for us to succeed because we are going to leave out our next generation, the future generations of humankind without having an entire way of thinking. And so over the last, like the, the last, you know, centuries, it's it's been done one way, and it is so important that our diversity of thought, our opinions, the you know, our our passion for for what we believe in and our voice really matters in shaping the way that our world is going to work and run. And so, this is why this mission is so equally important. I hope all of you feel that not that weight, but hopefully that inspiration within you that you have to succeed right? We have to break these statistics. And I think it goes beyond just the dollar number or the revenue number. I think truly that's what I mean by freedom of impact. You don't even know what you're changing for the future. And truly, you can't be what you can't see. And that is why it's so important that women like me and women like you get up and we share our stories and we share our resources and we share our knowledge. And so that that is that is the why here. So here's where you're at. I've been in your shoes. And as a CEO, maybe you don't even view yourself as CEO. I find so often that women do not even view themselves as CEO. I know that was true for me. I didn't view myself as a CEO. I I always called myself like the owner or um, you know, I then switched to founder because I was in tech. Uh, but CEO, although I had, you know, the title, it didn't feel truly that I was worthy of that title. And I think it really quick clicked for me at a later stage, and I wish that I'd had clicked earlier. And I want you to know that you are the CEO of your business. You are the chief executive officer, and your job is to be up here and to, and to have your vision and to set the vision and to be strategic and not be in the day-to-day and be stuck in the weeds and be stuck in the grind. And I find so often that that's where we are. And that is part of my story as well. That's exactly where I was. I was so stuck in the day-to-day, right? From wearing every hat in your business. And let me know in the chat if this feels like this is you, right? Like you're playing every single role and you might have support, you might have team members, but it still feels like you are in it and so in it um, that it's hard to kind of like see the forest through the trees or to zoom out and to actually set the plan ahead. And, And so I'm so excited that you're here today because you're taking that time out to really work on your strategic plan and watch how things click the more that you do this. So stuck in the day-to-day. And speaking of plan, right, it is so important to have a clear plan. I find no matter at what stage of a CEO that I speak with, I was speaking to, I had about 16 conversations with a million plus CEOs yesterday as part of like our our groups. And um, even some of them, they have a plan in place, but it's not a clear, actionable plan in place. So it's like, oh, I do want, you know, I want to get to 10 million in revenue. I want to get to 7 million in revenue. I want to get to 100 million in revenue. 
And we can say that we have a plan, but what does that plan actually translate to in the day-to-day of your, you know, of your quarter, of your year? It is so important for us to have a tangi- uh, tangible, actionable plan. And so I'm going to show you how to, how to actually create one and to lead like a CEO today. Um, and then also something that I know I've struggled with, you know, like every day of my life for the last 15 years, especially um, as a busy working mom as well. And just all the hats that we have to wear as women. It's not just our our jobs, right? It's not just running the company. We have so much fucking shit to do all the fucking time. Like the to-do list never ends. And so you're, you feel like you're trapped. I always felt like I didn't have enough time. And one of my daily affirmations, I was actually joking yesterday, now I'm doing like the tapping thing and I I literally say the opposite. I'm like, I have all the time in the world. I have all the time in the world. I have all the, and like tricking myself to like, I have all the time in the world. But you don't have that freedom of time and I really wanna allow you that freedom of time so that you can build a successful business without it interfering um, you know, with other things that you're passionate about. And it is important that we set that up front because if I look back at my journey and see where like, or, or if I look back at where we've been successful or what I, where I've been successful or where I see others fail, honestly, the truth of the matter is that I, 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 I didn't, I just kept showing up, right? So although it was hard, I didn't quit. And those that make it to the end don't quit. And in order for me not to quit, like it took so many times that I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit because you can't do it all. And so it is important that if you do want to make it and have, you know, this create this life that you're you're creating, you're creating like when you became an entrepreneur, you became an entrepreneur to have freedom of dollar, to have freedom of time, to go solve a problem. But when we don't plan this effectively, it, it it's going to be hard. Like by this is the craziest thing that you this is the craziest decision you've ever made in your life is to become an entrepreneur. And so it's also the best decision. So I don't want to scare you into it, but I want you to I, I want to share that perspective of it, too. I'm so tired of pulling up, you know, like online and just seeing the passive, you know, like, you know, on the beach. And this is like entrepreneurship. No, that's a highlight reel of someone's like day off. It is hard. And but it is rewarding and doable. I just want you to be able to think about it from a scale perspective so that you can build in that freedom of time and have the time for yourself, for the things that you love, for your passions. And so all of that comes, right? So all of this, um, <laughs> you guys are so great. There's like hundreds of you here right now. And my Carlos just put up a sign to let me know. I can't see anything on like what's on the other screen. So you guys are the best. I love you. Thank you for being here with me today. But scale, it's all possible through scale. What I don't want you to be in is like that hamster wheel of like doing the same shit over and over again. And then you're going to cap out, right? If we're not going to, what got you from zero to, you know, your first sale or to five figures in revenue is not what's going to get you from five to six. Definitely not what's getting you from six to seven and seven to eight. It's supposed to break along the way. So give yourself some grace, okay? And know that it's supposed to break. And over the last decade of scaling, like, my company to record heights. It broke in so many different ways. But I would say that I've broken down like where the areas for scale into very concrete pillars of how if I were to like, like what we did in order to scale each of the different avenues of the business 
so that the business stood on its own as an asset. And I want you to, like as a CEO, right, today I want you to claim, I want you to claim it into the chat, I want all of you, the hundreds of you that are here, I want you to claim I am the CEO and I wanna put, you put your business name and I want you to write that you are the CEO because you are the CEO. And today we're gonna, we're gonna put everything behind and we're gonna start fresh and we are going to take the shit over. Our business is not gonna run our lives, we are gonna run it it's going to be the opposite. And we're going to do it through scale. We're going to do it through systems. We're going to do it through a process. We're going to do it um, through these pillars. I am the CEO of Fix Stitch. I am the CEO of Honey Creative. I am the CEO of Cupcake Carriage. I am the CEO of Burn Bright. I am the CEO of Data Venture Media. You are. You are the CEO. And now we are not going back, okay? And reward that, the self that got you here, there's, she's gotten you here. Give her credit. It took hustle. It took grind. It took those things, right? So I'm not saying we're going to let go of those values, but now we're going to work smarter. And I'm going to show you the playbook to scale. And we're going to pick a few of the playbooks. I won't be able to teach all of these things to you within the next hour. So I'm going to high level. I'm going to pick the three, I would say, um, most important pieces of scale and how scale is going to come is going to be through profit, process, and people. And you've heard me say this often, time and time again, and we're going to actually go through these three different modules of how do, how do we scale through profit, how we scale through process, and how we're going to scale through people. If you have the world's greatest power, uh, uh, if you were world's greatest product, right? You have the greatest widget in the world. You have the greatest... Um, you know, thing in the world or service in the world or tech company in the world or this this thing that you offer, it's the most amazing thing. But if, you know, if you're, if, if you don't have the people to help you scale it, it's not going to go anywhere. And if you have the most amazing people, but you don't have the most amazing process, the people will fail, right? And if you have the most amazing process and you have an amazing product, but you're not able to make a profit off of it, your company's going to fail. Right. And you can have the greatest, greatest, greatest inner power and you've got the mindset and you've got the things, but you actually can't run a, like a strategic marketing, uh, you know, you can't run strategic marketing campaigns and go drive visibility onto your brand, into your company. No one's going to hear about you. Right. So all of these modules are so important on scale and you need to be able to be the jack of these, I would say, six things as CEO. Right. And they all go hand in hand. And you don't need to be the expert, right? I think sometimes something that holds us back, and I've seen myself get held back, is we're so afraid of what we don't know, right? Who's like, you know, afraid of what you don't know? It's like, I don't know what I don't know, and I don't know my blind spots. But because I don't know my blind spots, I'm afraid to play. I'm afraid to show up. I'm afraid to hire the, the hire that I need because I'm, I don't know, like, how am I going to lead them? What if like my processes suck? Like we're so worried about that perfection or having those exact things that we forget that we have to show up to play the game. And it is important that we show up to play and we don't need to be experts in everything, but we have to be armed to be dangerous, right? And so this is what CEO school is. It's based on these modules and I'm going to teach you like the exact way that I want, like that I believe that we should be thinking as a CEO from how we're going to lead in mindset to how we're going to think about our story and utilizing our voice and like the advantages of how we're going to scale through our pitch, through what it takes to have a successful product, right? Most 
uh, million dollar and multi-million dollar and billion dollar companies do not have a singular hero product. It is based on a multi-part journey. The customer journey is important from a product series. We're gonna break down what it takes to scale that product. We're gonna break down in the next couple of things how we're gonna scale through profit, right? Which is the most successful marker of a business is the financial health of your business. And so how you're gonna get there, what is the plan to get there and how we're gonna optimize um, our our KPIs and our, our financial planning. And then it's also about process, right? So once we optimize these things, it's also about making sure that things are scalable. I went through a point in my business where we had the absolute greatest thing that ever happened to us. It was front page fast company. I did the power right. I did the pitch right. We had the product. We had great margins. We had every single thing. I should have been there. should have done it. And we were front page fast company. And it said, meet the woman trying to change the credit card industry. You saw it a few slides ago. And I was not expecting the scale that came with it. And overnight, everything broke. Our website crashed, our GoDaddy website that we had. We had no CRM system. We had no people to help us scale. We had no like no tools, no um, automations. Everything was so manual. And everything was up here in my head, right? Or in a document or in some system that wasn't part of the process. And that was it. It was the greatest thing that could have ever happened to us. And I say it was the worst thing that did that day. We barely capitalized on that opportunity. And from that day forward, I wrote down 10x scalability as our thematic goal for the company. And we got rid of everything that was in our heads, in our in the papers, in the documents, into a scalable process that if that ever happened again, which it did, right, multiple times over, right, that we had the process to scale. So, so, so important for us to make sure that that's there. And then lastly, you could have all of these things, but it's it's all about the journey and the people that you get to do it with. The greatest job of being a CEO and the hardest job of being a CEO is leading and leading your people. And the people are what's going to make your business successful. They are the representation of you. They are the representation to your customers. And it's okay to have a small team, but you can't do it alone. You can't. And so every successful business that is seven, eight, 10 figures and beyond has a team that supports that business. So I need you to get out of the solopreneur mindset. I need you to get out. And the reason why over the last three years, we have supported over 3,000 women through CEO school, 3,000. I will tell you this right here, right? This, this is our, this is why we're not this is the reason why we don't surpass that the million dollar mark is because we have so much fear in investing into these things, investing into our people, taking risks, right? And we're going to land at the same place every single year. And when we put women through CEOs through this process of scale, 45% of the women come out the other side to a seven-figure year that year, right? So we're changing the statistics here. So I want you to take notes. I want you to pay attention. You can't do it alone, but we've got to have these exact steps. So today I'm going to um, talk you through scalable profits, scalable processes, and scalable people. Thank you for listening to another episode of the CEO School podcast. If you're an entrepreneur and want to scale your business and learn even more about how to go from entrepreneur to CEO, our signature course and program is finally back and open for enrollment. 
We only open this program twice a year, and this year will be the last time that I will be personally coaching live, and I cannot wait to get to know your business and you personally and help you scale your business as your coach and mentor. I've put over 10 years of experience into the Accelerator, an eight-week program that will take you from entrepreneur to CEO and get you finally beyond the seven-figure mark, utilizing playbooks across scale in people, process, and profit. If you're ready for massive scale now and want to make sure you're going to have the most record-breaking year ahead, join us inside of the Accelerator this week. Plus, you'll get one year of support inside of our membership as well. Because I love you so much, our podcast listeners, I'm going to be sending each of you a special welcome box from me personally, just for our podcast listeners who come in and join the accelerator. Use code podcast bonus and receive this special welcome box as well. So you get our signature program, an entire year of support inside of our membership and a special gift just for me. And I'll be coaching live for the final round of the scale accelerator. You do not want to miss your opportunity. I can't wait to get to know you and your business in the next few weeks and take you from entrepreneur to CEO. So I promised you your 90-day outlook, and we're going to get your 90-day outlook. So what your next quarter needs to be. We're going to pick, we're going to learn on scalable profit, scalable process, and scalable people, and we're going to pick one piece from each category to go scale. Reminder, okay? I know it's scary. Going for it is scary but it's scarier to wake up next year knowing you're back in the same place, right? This is it. This is your year. I love the end of the year because it helps us really, like, this is our time. Like, we get one last shot right now before the holidays come. So, like, this is it, right? Take the shot. Let's let's get into it. Let's change our mindset and let's go grab the bull by the horns so that next year is our greatest year yet. So, scaling to the 2% on profit. All right, so profit optimization and scale is really about finding the right balance on truly its maximization of revenue, right? But it's also about consistency, right? And maintaining the right sales volume that's needed to scale your business. You're not going to go from, um, you know, if it's not something that happened like uh, virally, right? You're not going to go from a million to eight million in a year right? It is good to have consistency in growth. And what I find is that we don't prepare for growth. We let growth happen to us and then we're catching up, right? Versus I want you to shift that mentality. We're going to plan for the growth. So where I'd love to know where your revenues are at during the profit module because I'd love to see kind of where you guys are in your revenues. So let's say you're at a, you know, six-figure revenue mark. You know, you have a, um, like you've already, you already have a viable company, right? So once you've, and this is why, one of the reasons why at CEO school, I really do focus on, I do not want to, you know, discount all the women that are getting to the six figure mark, but I feel like where we really help you scale is once you're close to that or you're, you know, you're, you're at that six figure mark, then we can help you really scale beyond, um, to the next level milestone. And so if you are in the early stages, absolutely learn, stay, pay attention and be thinking about those things now. But here and all like where what I'm talking to or who I'm talking to is the woman who is already has a viable product. And once you're kind of at that six like figures in business, what that means is like you've got a business, you have a real business. It's valid. Okay, you've got customers, you've got paying customers, and they that means that if you could do it once, you could do it again. And if you could do it again, you could do it better right? I always say that. And we just have to plan for that. And so 
the next year is all about planning for that growth and setting those realistic expectations of growth. And how we do that, the number one most important thing that I do is create what I call an annual operating plan, right? Well, not what I, like, like that's what it's called. It's called an annual operating plan. But it's not just about creating your plan one time. How do we break that plan down into a 90-day plan, into a monthly plan? And it is so important for you to have an AOP and to have a financial forecast that you are updating at, like, even though you have a bookkeeper or someone supporting you in the finances, you have to be the one to take charge as CEO to say, this is how I want my business to run, right? And I find so often that as women, and I'm so over, by the way, the girl math shit, right? And I'm happy that it's, it's fun to see now the boy math. I will say I'm like having definitely a lot of laughs on the boy math. So thank you for that. But I don't want my daughters to ever see that or hear that, right? Because what, what it's telling us, we're kind of making fun of the fact that like, it's okay, we're bad at math. No, we're not. As CEOs, you don't get that option, okay? And it doesn't have to be hard. You do have like all of the tools in front of you and we're gonna share with you, I'm gonna share with you how I do the financial forecasting, right? I'm gonna show you, it's gonna be so simple, right? But I want you to get ahead and I want you to have, (laughs) I love it, Lindsay's like, yeah, I can't deal with the girl math bullshit. I can't, it's not, I'm not bad at it, right? We've been told that we're bad at it. And I really want you to take control as CEO. You're not fucking bad at math. You need to be in charge, okay? And you're smart enough that you've gotten here and now I want you to take control over what that plan looks like and that is what you dictate to the teams. That is what you dictate your marketing budgets on. That is what you dictate. You have to know where you're going. So every annual, we're going to do your annual operating plan, which we've got a template for later on that I'll give you. And then in order for you to do that, we're going to break it down into quarterly. So that's step number one. And so if you don't have that, that could be one of the things that you're like, okay, I need to go build that. Number two, something that I want you to know is that you do have such great instinct. Like as women, it's one of our strongest suit. Listen to your gut. Okay. But gut can only go so far when you validate fact plus gut, gut, right? When you validate fact plus gut, that is where the magic happens, right? And that's how I was able to scale. I always trusted my gut. I, I already knew what the data was probably going to tell me, but I validated that with KPIs and with math. And so it is important that you do have what I call a CEO dashboard, and I'll show you the CEO dashboard and what to track, but it is very important that you're guiding your company to the right things. We don't need to track everything, right? Analysis paralysis, we don't need to do that, but we do need to track the right things to grow our business. Third, um, you know, (laughs) my mom's not here today, so I'll say it. Cash flow is more important than your mother, okay? It's super, super important that you not only think about your revenue, but we're really thinking about cash flow and how to utilize cash flow effectively for our business. And I have found so often that as women, we live in this like, the way that we think about our business is so transactional on a monthly basis, right? And even the industry, like I'm so over, um, like I came into the digital, like, you know, I don't do digital courses. Like I don't, this is not the, and there's nothing wrong. I'm not trying to to discount any of the coaches that are out there or anything, but I'm just like, oh, I had like a five figure month. I had a blank month. I had a this month. Like that's not how you fucking operate a business, right? Uh, but is that what you want for your business is to live on a month to month basis, right? What you're operating is basic cash flow. That's not an asset that you can exit or that you can sell or that's going to be scalable, right? Because then you're expected to do that same shit again the next month. What I want to shift, right, is thinking about longevity. 
I want you to be able to say, here's your whole plan for the year. We're going to take things in quarter, right? And we're going to be forecasting and we're going to be projecting. And it is important to know where you are with your cash flow. And it is important for you to invest in your business, guys. So it's not just about like, you you know, we make money and then we, it's, I want you to make sure that you're consistently paying yourself a salary and that salary grows. But we have to treat this business like an asset and not a lifestyle brand or a business that you're creating. If that's what you want to create, this is not you should leave right now. That is not how I teach. That is not what I'm going to support. And and I want you to create an asset, a scalable asset that if you want to exit, you can. If you want to sell, you can. You don't have to, but I want to create it in a way that lives beyond you, right? So that when you decide that you don't want to show up and you want to go take a sabbatical, the business will run on its own. And so your cash doesn't stop. So it is important for you to manage your finances effectively. All right. I'd love to hear on um, what you feel is like one of the things you're like, man, Sanira, I really got to get this thing. Like, give me the thing. This is the thing I need. Is it the annual operating plan? Is it the KPIs? Is it the CO dashboard? Um, cash flow management. I'd love to hear what what's kind of the thing that's holding you back. The second piece of it is process. Okay. And in process, and a lot of you guys said process. So process, I want you to first know that your process, we're continuously going to be optimizing. So as a CEO, like you're never going to have, it's never going to be perfect. It's supposed to break. I told you if it's not breaking, that means that you're not like, it's, you know, it's not fully loaded, right? That there's still opportunity for it to grow and it's supposed to flex, then it's supposed to break. And then you're supposed to redo the process. And so like process breaking is a good thing. Okay. And sometimes what I find is that when we think about processes, we're like, everything is broken. Oh my God, everything sucks. Everything's hard. We can't fix everything. We need to be strategically focused on what is like the biggest pain in the ass that your business has today. Whether it's a pain in the ass for you, whether it's a pain in the ass for your customers, for your team, like what are the biggest things that just feels like icky and broken and it's just hard and everybody doesn't want to show up for it or it's causing like a huge pain point and it makes you want to cry and it's like making you want to pull your hair out. I want you to go identify those things, right? So we're not going to fix everything. We don't have to. We're going to go optimize, but we're going to go pick some of the biggest blockers that we have. And then guess what? In your quarterly planning, if you pick one of those things and for the entire quarter, your team rallies or you rally in fixing that process, guess what? You get rid of that pain. And then you move on to the next one and you move on to the next one. And so process is, you have to pick the things to break that, that you want to fix that are broken. And it's always going to feel like it's broken. What's also important that I see is that like we're, we're so distracted. And I don't know, like, I think it's just this generate, like what's happening with like opportunity and social media and like all of the things like stop fucking getting distracted, y'all. Like, let's get focused. I want you to be focusing as a CEO. I focus on my fucking needle movers. I've been catching my team with this lately and we're about to go sit down and have an entire time audit to say we're not like we're doing way too much. We've got to get focused on the needle movers. So every single quarter, right? We're going to say, and every year we're going to say, okay, next year, here's our three big main initiatives. That's it. If you've been following me for the last five years I've been online, you hear me say the rules of three. Where threes are so important. We can't process more than that. Your teams can't process more than that. You can't do more than that. 
Okay. So even in business, I want you to pick this next quarter, three things that we're going to go attack. And guess what? In 90 days, it's enough time to go execute those three things. When you start, why you don't end up executing it? It's, it's not because you don't want to. It's not because you don't know how to. Maybe it's a little bit of the how in there, but it's because you're just not fucking focused on it. You can solve any fucking thing when you get focused on it. Okay. So we're going to pick this quarter, the three main strategic needle movers. Okay. And then through process, like process is all about optimization. And honestly, y'all, there is so much amazing stuff on like now with AI that is helping us automate and technology is helping us automate. We have to become its friend, right? And there are ways to scale our businesses in a way that was never possible before. So we're going to pick one of those things as well. All right. So in process, tell me what is your biggest, is it like the focus thing? Is it the needle movers? Is it the tools? Would love to hear. I like it. It's focus. It's the how. Yeah, a lot of you guys, and I struggle with it too, but I think it's about being intentional, right? And saying, okay, we're going to get intentional and this is what we're going to go focus. I'll show you how here in just a second. So last piece, last education moment, and then we'll go into the workshopping. People, okay, you are the CEO, right? You have to start acting like a CEO, right? And CEOs are not in the day-to-day. You will be required to roll up your sleeves, okay? I do not want to ever be better, like more than, better than. And also, it depends on what stage of your business you're in, right? And so you will not have the luxury to just be up here and be like, you know, delegator and everything just magically happened. That's not going to happen. So you are going to have to wear hats, but you can't wear every hat, right? And so, and it is important to think ahead to say, okay, how do I need to scale myself out of the business, right? So how do I need to scale myself out? We don't hire fast enough. This is like our biggest, one of our biggest problems in scale. And then when we do end up hiring somebody, right, we have, we're like, everything's so broken, right? And we're like, dump everything on the person. And we are not effectively giving the clear roles and responsibilities that they need to actually achieve, um, you know, excellence in their roles. And what ends up happening for us is that, and I I know this is going to happen. I want you to raise your hand if like this is you. Um, we have definitely, you've definitely been like, okay, I've tried to outsource or I've hired this thing. It's just not good enough, right? You set out this, like, um, you, t- you know, tell somebody to do something. No one does it like you, period, right? Who feels that way? I do. I'll tell you, no one does it like me. They don't, right? But I want you to know that that's okay. They're not going to be you. So first, I want you to fucking get rid of that expectation that this person has to be you. That's why we're failing at people is because we expect them to be you. They're not going to be you, okay? You need to like understand that 80%, and this is like the biggest hung up, um, hang up that I find, is that we want 100% in excellence from whatever we get back from people. If you just set, like that bar is too high. All you need is 80%. Okay, so if you've got all of these things on your plate, all of these different, you know, you've got, you know, this department, this department, and you might be one, the one that's wearing all the hats, or there's one person or two people wearing all these hats, right? You don't need, like, if you can get rid of 80%, right? So if somebody, like, let's example for this, this deck today, right? Um, I didn't do it. We've done this. I've taught these modules so many times. I recently, I teach on this topic often. I gave my team the framework. They came back to me, right? I don't expect it to be 100%. But what I do expect that it's 80% of the way there, 
right? And then when I get it back at that 80%, it's my job to add that 20% magic touch, right? And that's what I, and when I expect that, I know that no one's going to do it like me, right? There, there's going to be things in here that I need to tweak. I know the copy. I know how I want it to flow. I want this video. I want that. There's going to be that 20% touch, but I don't have the capacity or the time to sit here and create this deck start to finish, right? And nor should you have to. So I'm just giving one simple example here, but 80% is good enough, right? And your job is to sprinkle that 20%. So it is important for we us to think about teams in that way and to say, and I want you to be thinking about it by departments already. So although I want to know like how many team members you have on your team, whether it's contractors, full-time hires, we also get so lost in this contractor game. Nothing wrong with having contractors support you up until a certain point. But you have to cr- start creating efficiencies on your team. So um, in this module, we're going to go deep into creating an org chart, right? Whether we're not here today on how we're going to think about our org as an org, right? Not just an, an in departments, whether we have full-time employees or not, or we're getting into that, or we've got individual people that run it. It is important for us to think about our org in that way. Um, that is how we're going to scale beyond. So I'd love to hear. Lots of, oh, lots. It's so various from 25 team members, 10 team members, seven, two. These are great sized teams. And for those that don't have the large teams as well, like that's okay. One of the myths I want you to know is that I always thought that when I had X amount of people that I would solve everything, by the way. So I, I like literally was like, oh, once I have 10 employees, like it'll be so much easier. No, your business becomes more complex. Okay. And at 10 employees, I was like, oh, I need like, you know, five more and we need whatever. That just means you're growing. And if you're growing, you've got to grow efficiently. And it doesn't mean one-to-one, right? Your revenue doesn't mean your revenue grows and you have to add a person. That's not scale and efficiency. But it is about like where you like where you want to take the company and you could still do it with a small team. You don't have to have a team um, that's super, super large. You just want to be an efficient, well-oiled team that all operates from a place of excellence. So this is one of my favorites. It is the absolute key to my success where the people that are that are around me. I literally have one team tattooed on my arm because I believe in this so, so, so much. Um, so 80% is not just good enough. It is fucking great. All right. So those are just high level on like three different, like we, we're gonna, we deep dive into this like for like an entire hour on like each of these different topics with each different workbooks and each different um, templates and everything else for you guys. But I want you to get clear on your goals. So for this next quarter, I want you to pick three big goals, right? Something that you can realistically or like over the next 90 days. And I want it to be a smart goal. We all know what smart goals are. So I'm not going to sit here and teach you on smart goals. Like make a strategic, a smart goal of three things that we're going to pick. Okay. And I'll give you some examples. And I want it to be one across each of the category. You're not going to be able to do three across each category. I know you want to, but let's truly, this is where I'm going to help you. It's like, what is the priority? If everything is the priority, then nothing's a priority, okay? And that's why you keep getting stuck. So we're going to decide on what is the priority in profit, what is the priority in process, and what is our priority in people. And we're going to make that our strategic 90-day Q4 plan, okay? And that's what I'm going to – you're going to go execute. So I actually this morning – 
I decided to write out what are like what are the big important things that we need to focus on as a team for CEO school. So on profit, right, um, we need a new podcast sponsor. So we have like completed our agreement with our old po- podcast sponsor. We don't have a scalable um, like sponsorship process. We don't usually we don't usually have sponsors on the show. But there's a lot of opportunity in profit. It's one area that we haven't focused on. So that was like one example in profit that we could go do that we need to go do. Uh, will it make it on the quarter? I don't know yet. Um, We definitely need to go get our um, courses on our website. So when you go to our website currently right now, the only way to learn from us is by joining our membership. And um, we've got lots of educational stuff in there. And then the accelerator, which is launching today, there's only two times a year that I do it. And then all these modules and there's this huge signature program and course, and that's it. There are lots of mini courses that we have. We just have never put them up on the site. So by Black Friday, we definitely want to have that listed onto the site so that whenever you feel like it and if you want a specific topic that you want to go learn about, you can go find those materials. So that's on our profit side. We need to go focus on building our specific ad strategy. So you see here on profit, like there's a ta- there's like tangible, there's like a, a project base, there's whatever. So these are just examples. Process, right? Specifically, I need to get our marketing dashboard. Dashboards are like picking a, you know, like the KPIs, I think should be something that's really, if you don't have it in place, I would highly prioritize getting your company KPIs in place. And if you want to pick one department, you could pick one department. Um, And so completion of our marketing dashboard is important to me. Um, We've got some uh, customer, um, you know, success uh, initiatives that we have and making sure that uh, you know, our, you know, retention stays high. And so I want to improve, um, you know, attrition rates. And that could be one of the things that we focus on. From a process standpoint, we've got a bunch of trademarks that we have filed. And there's a couple of things like on responses that we have to come back with. And so we've got like some legal stuff that we've got to uh, close out. So that's like a process thing on people. Sometimes we want to just write out higher, higher, higher. That's 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 not like that's like one needle mover, right? So hiring, I need to go find a CEO candidate for a CEO school. Um, I'm going to be scaling my next like company and platform. CEO school for me is my impact, and I never want to turn it into my job. This for me is our mission to go support women, and I've stepped in to lead, but it is time to bring in a CEO for this company to help scale it, to go create a foundation out of it, and to go like make it the most amazing thing for women uh, in business. I'm still going to lead it. I'm still going to be the visionary. I'm still going to be the founder. I'm still going to support it. I'm still going to use all my connections and show up for all of you. But in the day-to-day of the business, we need a CEO um, because I'm going to be working on a few things and so I won't have the capacity. So this quarter, I'm going to be my, I'm not going to be able to place a CEO, but my goal is to go find two candidates. Um, And that could be one of the big needle movers. Um, And that might be a needle mover for me. Maybe it's not for my team. Um, Time management. You heard me say that I've been uh, feeling some inefficiencies in our org and everyone's working super hard, but I really want everyone to focus on the right initiatives. So we have like there's some really great tools and I want to integrate some of those tools like toggle. Um, And then we've got to get ready for 2024. So we've got some org reorging like reorganization to do. So just some examples that I wanted to place from profit, process and people. And I want you to pick, it doesn't have to be these, but I want you to pick one. And it doesn't have to be right now. When you finish this, um, when we leave here, you can sit down and actually sit and say, okay, we're going to do, I'm going to do this in profit. And that's the one thing I'm going to focus on for the next 90 days. I'm going to do this one thing in process. I'm going to do this one thing in people. 
All right. And then what we're going to do is measure and track the results. That is super important. So many times we find we make plans, we make vision boards, we set goals. We're great at doing that. And then we like stick it in our desk drawer and like never look at it. We like leave it onto that Google Drive like spreadsheet that and then it's like never in our faces. Like we don't actually track the results, right? And it is so important for us to track the results um, because, and I'm going to say it, I'm probably going to say it four times over by the time this is done. There's no such thing as a billion dollar idea or a million dollar idea. It is just a billion dollar execution. You do not need the most novel company, product, service. You need to be able to execute against your plan and that is going to make your business successful. It is that simple. How I go about measuring success is by having a correct, like a CEO dashboard that is tailored to my business, right? And so I'm going to share with you, we have a KPI tracker and an, like a um, like within the CEO uh, school uh, accelerators, so you will get a copy of like uh, example ones that you can literally take and apply, but you can build it on your own as well, right? But it is important to track the success and you can't track everything, right? We want to track the needle moving things. I want you to be thinking about what we're going to track and we're going to be tracking the things that are leading and not lagging. And don't worry if you don't know it, we're going to teach all these things inside of CEO school. So it is important for you to have your KPIs and to have a dashboard that every Monday morning when I come into the office, whether it's my virtual office, whether it's I open my laptop, I get my CEO dashboard, my scorecard, my performance indicator card from my team right? From my team, it's on my desk or like my proverbial desk or whatever the computer, I see it every freaking Monday, Monday morning across my companies. And that is how I make decisions for the company. It's through the data, right? And I have a great gut and I know how to validate and I know what's happening, but I'm keeping my company on track for the right things. And what I will tell you is that our women at CEO school, and I, I know there's, I see a, many names in here that I already know that have gone through our programming that have like done this particular exercise and gone through having a CEO dashboard. We hold you accountable to that. Um, but those that do it and have a CEO dashboard, their teams actually outperform. Like I would say one example um, to like yesterday, right? Like literally they implemented the CEO dashboard a month ago, leaving our retreat and they have hit sales targets for, and the company has hit the sales targets and the CEO, she hasn't even had to like push for it. But just by even giving the team transparency into the dashboard, they want to succeed and help get uh, get you to the goals. And so it is important to implement this right away. Um, and staying accountable, right? So what I want you to do from a workshop uh, standpoint is just pick three to five KPIs to start with. So you don't have to get super, super um uh, super, super complex. And I and I appreciate it. Lauren says that she's, this is insightful, but she, she's feeling um, overwhelmed. And Lauren, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I want to give you the tools and I want you to pick. So I want you to pick what are the things that are super important that you need to, and I cannot determine that for your business, Lauren, right? I would say that every single one of you needs to have a tracker in place to track the things for success, right? And the way that we, like, here's how I'm going to break this down for you. Pick three things by department to track. And that's how we're going to get started, right? And I'm, I've given examples here. You can definitely screenshot uh, this slide. You can get the slides later. But just pick the three things that you want to track. And maybe just track it on the profit, people, and the process, right? So what are three things that you can go track? For, for example, if I said I want to go get the new podcast sponsor, 
right? How many like tracked leads do I have? Like that could be a KPI that I track. And don't worry, what I want you to know is that these are the tools that you need to have in place. And this is why these playbooks exist. So we're going to give you all of these playbooks to go implement. So do not be um, overwhelmed. So the ultimate CEO dashboard is having a dashboard that you can rely on, right? Um, and this is something that every single woman, they go like you, they come through CEO school and they leave with it. And it has changed the game for their business because they know exactly where the business is going. The team knows where the business is going and we're actually able to execute. Again, I'm going to say this again. There is no such thing as a billion dollar idea, only a billion dollar execution. And it's all about execution. And Lauren and everyone here, you have what it takes to execute. I didn't go to CEO school. I didn't have playbooks, but I showed up and I've created a plan right? And I executed on the plan. And that is what I want you to do. I'm going to show you the plan today. I am so excited to open the doors to the CEO School Accelerator. I didn't do a big launch. I don't do these like big fancy things. This is probably going to be the last time that I'm able to do this live from a live launch perspective because I have, um, you know, this is probably going to be the last one that I do live. Not that the resources may go away, um, but I'm so excited today to say we're going to do this. It's the end of the year and it's going to be eight weeks. And this is our like signature, signature program that we do. And it's in and out. So this is eight weeks. You're in, you get every resource you get. It's an eight week program. There's live coaching by me. And we train in those six areas that we went through the power of people, process, profit. And so every single one has a module and it's jam-packed um, and it's a course and it's like a, a, a video series, like a, a full packed module. And you're gonna watch the module and then with that module, you're gonna do the modules and then you're gonna get the workbook that's associated with it. And you're gonna keep coming back to it too. There's gonna be things that like our members, once they, it's the, it's the full CEO playbook, right? So this isn't like the mini, 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 mini one, one, one. This is the entire playbook. There's over a hundred worksheets and things that are attached to it, but it is, you're going to go through it and then you're going to pick the one thing. You're going to say, okay, hey, I'm going to go work on this one particular thing from this module and then you're going to go apply it um, to your teams. And that is how we're going to scale your business. So it's eight weeks, um, six modules, two implementation weeks, and it starts literally in, I think two weeks is our start date. Um, you get put into a private CO school, like our community, um, and you get lifetime access to this as well as we add modules, as we do things. It's literally the best playbook uh, for business that is actually taught and from a CEO perspective. I um, These are things that we have used and playbooks that I use on in my day-to-day in my previous businesses, in my current businesses, um, and all the women that I mentor. And so it's it works. Um and so these are the different modules. I'm not going to sit here and go through all of them again, but this is the these are the pillars in the framework. It goes from power to pitch. This is the big this is the marketing um you know version of how we're going to actually pitch or how are you going to go land the press? How are you going to go um get the brand like visible, your story as a founder, what the company, it's all the things that make the company from a company scale perspective. It's super, super important. Um, and your marketing, your marketing playbook here, product playbook, right? How we're going to scale your product through like the customer journey and what product, what, like, what are your price points? What's missing? So we're going to go deep dive into product. We're going to deep dive into profit, right? And so this is a module that we're going to actually create. So what are the things like that you're operating plan, the KPI dashboard, 
We're going to go into process. We're going to actually look at your systems. I'm going to show you how to look at your systems. And this is industry agnostic. So it doesn't matter whether you're a retail store owner, you're an online e-commerce store, you are a service provider, you are a uh, creator, you are a um, SaaS company. Like these, this is tried and true for 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 just business business scale. So you can apply the same principles to process, doesn't matter your industry whether you're a dentist or you're a um you know a uh, product company owner. And then the last module is people and we're going to go into how to hire, how to fire, how to delegate, how to create systems for your team, how to create an org chart, what does your org chart look like today? So all the things in people. So it's 8 weeks of training. Um, as I mentioned. So it's eight weeks. It starts in like here shortly in a couple weeks and you don't have to be live for it. So eight weeks just means like this is our accelerated version. It's all the things I teach all year long inside of our other, like inside of our community, but I do it in like the abridged version and jam-packed. So um, eight weeks of training, six jam-packed modules. We're going to have a couple of implementation weeks in there because you're going to need to take a break from the modules to actually go apply some of the things um, in your business. You could bring your team along, right? So once you have access to this, like bring your team, bring your head of operations, bring whoever's running your marketing and you can send the modules. Like once you watch it, then you can say, oh my God, I need to get this implemented. Let me send this to my uh, CFO or my fra- my bookkeeper, or I need to send this to my social media team and my marketing team. And I have to send this to my operations person. And so that you can also get your team to support you in getting these processes in place. And you're not going to get all these processes in place in eight weeks, but this is the playbook for scale. And then of course the community and the, the, you know, the coaching element of it. I love teaching live and I'm going to be on with you and answering your questions. You'll have access to um, getting your specific business questions answered. We will have, um, you know, mentors in there as well. And so it's going to be super, super fun and we're going to do it together. So you're not alone and you're in the right place if you want to scale your business. If you're like super comfortable and fat and happy, this is not for you, right? So this is for you if you really want to scale and say, I I know my business. You strive for excellence. You know your business can scale, right? That you are like, you you don't know how yet, but you're stuck at this plateau. You've got, you know, a couple million in revenue. You know it could scale beyond it. You have a couple thousand in revenue. You know you could scale beyond it. And this is about getting unstuck, right? And this is also for you if you're that kind of person like me and you want speed. Like speed is like the thing that you're looking for. This is going to give you (laughs) everything in speed. This is not for you if you don't feel uh, comfortable about scaling, right? And it's okay. There are people that like I do not land with and I do not resonate with and I am sorry and that is okay right? I want to drive, like, this is a space for, like, super fucking ambitious CEOs who've claimed their spot and say, I want to fucking go. I want to scale. Um, and this isn't for you if you're, like, if you don't want to scale your revenue or your profits and it just feels like, okay, I can't do that. Not for you. If you want to take your time, this isn't, this is going to be jam-packed. This is going to be, this is not for those that are afraid of speed. Um, this is for the ones that have that need for speed. Um, and, Like for me, honestly, like you get to have access to my playbooks. And so if you want to go build it on your own, there is, you can 100% go build it on your, on your own, but you do not need to do it. You literally have access to doing so. And if you're ready to scale and if you enroll today, we're also going to give you access to not only this, our, our course, the program, you're also going to get access for an entire year of support. 
inside of our community. And so it's another this insane value. So just our accelerator itself with all the modules, the life coaching, the community, um, the playbooks. I mean, there honestly isn't a value that if I can go get these playbooks and go get even just the the dashboard or go get the KPIs or go get an org chart or go get the, the systems that I need for scale, that would have helped me shave off like years and mistakes off of my business life. And so I do definitely want to make sure that we get you all of those resources. There's like over a hundred uh, playbooks in there and worksheets in there that you can literally take and you don't have to reinvent it. Slap your logo on it, slap your company name on it, tweak a few things and you've got your playbooks ready. Um, one thing that's really important to me is for it to be super accessible. I think this is super, super, super accessible. It's it's 3K one time. We do have a payment plan if you wanna do the payment plan. Um, so that you can get started, but you shouldn't have to do the payment plan. I mean, like, and we're not offering like any, like the, there's no, I don't care about incentives to be like, whether you pay in full or whether you do whatever, I want you to enroll and I want you to become the CEO of your business. And I want you to be like these women, right? I want you to scale your business, like almost 50% of our women that have scaled beyond that seven figure mark, what we do works. I am not a coach's coach. And I want you to know that I'm an actual CEO that has run a fucking $100 million business. And these are like actual tangible playbooks to scale. And I am really frustrated with the industry um, sharing how to scale uh, to, you know, to be a seven-figure entrepreneur and, and an eight-figure entrepreneur by women who have not built actual seven and eight-figure businesses outside of their coaching businesses. And I'm not saying that that's not a business. All I'm saying is that this is different, Right. And this is, yes, it's, thank you so much. It is super accessible. And I want you to be like Priya. I want you to be like Crystal. I want you to be like Amanda. And they all came in feeling all the same fear that you felt, right? Feeling super, um, you know, whether it's overwhelmed, whether it's burnt out, maybe not knowing the things. I want you to trust in your gut and I want you to trust in your leadership as CEO and just get the tool today. Um, get the resources. You don't have to show up for everything. Your team can help you support and just get access. This is going to be the last time that I run it this way at this price point, the way that I'm doing it. And honestly, I haven't even like, like I don't have capacity to do like major, like major things. My goal here is this is, I know this product speaks for itself and I can't wait for you to get, to change your business. Thank you for listening to another episode of the CEO School podcast. If you're an entrepreneur and want to scale your business and learn even more about how to go from entrepreneur to CEO, our signature course and program is finally back and open for enrollment. We only open this program twice a year, and this year will be the last time that I will be personally coaching live, and I cannot wait to get to know your business and you personally and help you scale your business as your coach and mentor. I've put over 10 years of experience into the Accelerator, an eight-week program that will take you from entrepreneur to CEO and get you finally beyond the seven-figure mark, utilizing playbooks across scale in people, process, and profit. If you're ready for massive scale now and want to make sure you're going to have the most record-breaking year ahead, join us inside of the Accelerator this week. Plus, you'll get one year of support inside of our membership as well. Because I love you so much, our podcast listeners, I'm going to be sending each of you a special welcome box from me personally, just for our podcast listeners who come in and join the accelerator. Use code podcastbonus and receive this special welcome box as well. So you get our signature program, 
an entire year of support inside of our membership and a special gift just for me. And I'll be coaching live for the final round of the Scale Accelerator. You do not want to miss your opportunity. I can't wait to get to know you and your business in the next few weeks and take you from entrepreneur to CEO. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.